You know what I'm saying? When they close the fucking arm, don't, don't be, be looking at it like crazy. Give me the dishes, beat the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. What's the deal, bro? What's the deal, nigga? Two and a half <laughs> hours later, but we live. You know what I'm saying? We live. It's, <laughs> it took us a minute to get here. You know what I mean? Uh, technical difficulties. and It's always going to be a work in progress. A little bit of CPT time. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas got here at 730. It's 1030 right now. You know what I mean? And we rocking, though. Yeah, we in here. First episode vibes. Definitely. First episode, act right. The number one place where you can get your daily dose. Yes. <laughs> Yo, so go ahead and break down what act right means first and foremost. I mean, act right. <laughs> <laughs> You know how much I understand. <laughs> and I never want to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but to keep it a buck, I mean, Akrite is, if it's not self-explanatory when you hear it, that's the number one indication that you ain't got no Akrite. I think 1, that's one of the, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's one of the easiest ways I can explain it. You know what I mean? So like, use Akrite in a sentence. I'm. Act right should be incorporated into most facets of your life, right? I mean, if not all. <laughs> if not all, and and when you don't see someone acting right in your presence, you know sometimes you just have to call them out on it. But that's what we're saying. This is your daily dose of act right. So if you ain't never had no act right, you looking to get some act right. You know what I mean? You in the right place. Yes, sir. You in the right place. So. I mean, chronic two thousand one. I mean, I think. <laughs> Yo, I, I swear to God, I think we was like 14. <laughs> and Dom's driving at this point, by the way. Chevy Capri, <laughs> red. <And laughs> he's coming. And also, like, for context, we're in high school. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, this is the jerking era. Second semester, sophomore year. Jeans. Yeah. This is, you know, all that kind of stuff. And Dom got his dad's basketball shorts on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got a 3XL. <laughs> A 3XL shirt on, nigga with a butt 140 wet. soaking wet. <laughs> and he is banging the Chronic 2001. And for me, while I have heard these records, Dom knew them word for word. I was definitely like, oh, but okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, everyone so... knows Explosive. Everyone knows this. And this is why I think we chose to go with the name Act Right. Because yes, of its meaning, but two... This was Dr. Dre, 2001. And really, it's just a record on here that's not a popular record. It's number 20 yeah. on the album. No one even knows what the fuck you're talking about. I mean, usually when we talk about Chronic 2001, niggas is talking about the first half of the album. Second half of the album is the posse cuts where niggas is just really trying to get put on type. But it's it's specifically because of that reason. You know what I'm saying? That act right just resonated. And again, nigga, we're... 15 barely 16 i'm rolling through in a 96 chevy caprice got it painted for my birthday crimson red type y'all know i had no car <laughs> and, you know what i'm saying and i'm picking i'm picking brie up from school and like nigga and it's just so funny because when we just talk about like the music that kind of inspired us the music that kind of got us started like it was very much like you know 
and this is we gonna we gonna hit the backstory for y'all but when we reconnected in high school right like she said like i grew up on this shit chronic 2001 tupac biggie exhibit you know what i'm saying just old school west coast niggas corrupt all that shit but brie had the the plug on all the new music so for me Nigga, like I knew who Lil Wayne was, but obviously in the mixtape era when we was coming through in high school, like I wasn't listening to that nigga like that. I didn't know who Drake was. I didn't know who a lot of these jerking niggas was and all that shit that was hot. So we blended instantly on a musical too because we was just easily able to put each other on to like, it was shit that we both knew, but we knew it in a different way. So we was able to share with each other the insights to all that. So like, I don't know. Music is just a running theme in our relationship, for real. With that said, welcome to the Act Right Podcast, <laughs> bitch. This is well overdue. You know what I'm saying? This goes back at least three years, you know, um, not just for music, but for you guys to get an insight of who we are, um, things that are important to us, things yeah. that we feel make us, and things that we've ultimately gone through. Um, I think we're gonna get really raw. I think we're gonna be incredibly honest, if nothing else. And if any of this does hurt your feelings, we are not sorry. <laughs> like, listen. But I'm a nice guy. I, I you know, Dom I'm not- Dom is the nice guy. That's, that's my tagline, Mr. Proper, I'm nice, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's go ahead and do some tags. You can find us on Spotify. Spotify, YouTube. we'll be on Apple Podcasts. We'll definitely have YouTube videos for y'all. We got a dope-ass setup that niggas threw together on the fly. I mean, it's the first episode. It's, like I said in the beginning, it's a work in progress. So we're just really here to have a good time, to vibe. You know, this is a bonding experience to me and Bree. And honestly, we've always kind of like felt like we was the niggas that like niggas knew because we was always together. So it was always like, oh, there's Bree and Dom, there's Bree and Dom. But it's also just kind of like we can really tell niggas like our story, where we met, how we met. So go off that. Introduce yourself to, to people that don't know. Dominique, Dominique Bill, if you want the government, you know what I mean? Born Santa Ana, Orange County, California. Moved to Corona. Yo, you claiming Santa Ana is, is nuts. <laughs> Moved to Corona at the Yo, age of five. <laughs> You're Eastville boy, right? Like, <laughs> nah, I'm going to claim Corona first. Yo, like. <laughs> one street in Santa Ana. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but, but just... Uh, just uh, uh, on the same... Uh, <laughs> on the same There's way. Like, you from Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in Downey. Yo, like, like, there's a few memories I can still pull if I think really hard, but nah, like, keep it a buck. Moved to uh, Corona really, really early on, right when niggas started school, kindergarten type. You know, so went through grade school, Corona, that, you know, that was what it was. It was dope. A lot of positive memories in my childhood, obviously. You know, everyone has a little bit of turmoil here and there, but... You know, I definitely think back to those times, you know, pretty fondly for the most part. Um, but really, I guess where I was like, quote unquote, grew up, grew up is the Vale, man, straight up, East Vale. And, and, and for the record, like, I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of that at all. Like, real niggas know, like, 
if you was in the veil, you was in the veil. You went to Roosevelt, you went to Roosevelt. Like, but like not for nothing. Like there was a lot of like black people in Eastville, and that's like, and not only black people, but black people that were homeowners. And that's, that's another conversation yeah. because that gets overlooked a lot, you know. But that's what I'm saying. So like, it's crazy. Like when I think about Eastville, especially like my middle school experience and my high school experience for show. Like Eastville is the burbs for show. Like. 90% of this, 99% of the city is just fucking homes, right? Excuse me, but there's a lot of niggas, there's a lot of niggas out here. Like, there is no shortage of, you know, especially like in our school going days, like, quote unquote, a black community, like, niggas knew. And we have a lot of people that move into Eastville from other parts. So there's a lot of influences, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of niggas, obviously, from LA moved out migrated to Eastville but the Inland Empire in and of itself is a pretty big place too definitely I pretty much have the same background um my father's family is from Long Beach um West Side <laughs> and uh my mom's family was pretty much Inland Empire Riverside Corona we were in Eastville early and that's where I met Dominique we were 10 years old Fifth grade, Clara Barton. Shout out to Clara Barton. Miss Clayton, for those of you that have <laughs> might been in it. Nice. I'll never forget. She had that weird thumb, dude. All, you know, the crazy hat. thing is, is like we didn't even have her as a teacher for majority of the year. Bitch got pregnant and went ghost. No, but like. Let's expand on that. No, so. the introduction. We do want you guys to get to know us a little bit more. And then we can just get out of that area. Yeah, not nah, like, like we said, Clara Barton, I think we were the first class in that hole. You know what I'm saying? Our, our fifth grade class. Uh, this is true. And it, I don't know, it, it, I, it's just weird kind of like how our friendship spawned, you know, from that point. Like, niggas was kids, but you know, you were fifth grade, like, crushes is going around and stuff like that. So... Like, like early on, it was me and my boy Chris, rest in peace, Mr. Valentine. But yes, yes, you know we had another a couple of other friends in fifth grade. Who was who was your best friend in fifth grade? You pretty much. Like, <laughs> well, I know, but like, who else was you hanging out with? Go ahead, shout her out. Oh, shout out to Janelle, man. Right, Janelle, that's what I'm Janelle, saying. Um, she's married now. Her life is different. But, <laughs> no, yeah, she. Um, no, it was me, Dom, Chris, and Janelle. We definitely you know rolled as a crew, and even, it's nuts now. Like. We have kids yeah and so like our girls are super young still but even just to think about having a friendship at 10 years old and being able to carry that for, for context years, we're both 27. Is, you just, never tell a woman's age yo don't let her guy, hold on know, don't let her fool you she only claimed that when it's convenient <laughs> yo he but no for context Social like security and the age no, but I'm just saying for context, no, like for niggas context. have genuinely known each other for 17, 18 years, yeah. easy. And, you know, I think, and it, I guess our story is crazy because how much of our friendship was cemented in those fifth and early sixth grade memories, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, you guys will learn more about me later, but I definitely uh, moved around a lot. And I was with Dom for fifth and a little bit of sixth grade. And then I like was first out. semester of sixth grade. Type. Yeah. And then my mom was like, oh, hey, we're moving. So um, 
back then there was no cell phone, was no MySpace. It make no mistake, like niggas was in sixth grade, but niggas was like high key sad. Like I low key remember like being okay. Further context: sixth grade. It just in case you don't know, niggas is smart. So <laughs> we was the first niggas to we was the first two niggas to finish our multiplication test in sixth grade. And that allowed us to collect the attendance for the whole school every morning. So, so you know how real niggas do. We was gone for at least two. <laughs> niggas was gone for at least two hours taking attendance all up in the in the teachers' lounge, in the offices, peeking in their fridges. I'm gone. Attendance year. I'm out. Yo, we're here for the attendance. <laughs> Y'all got rolled. <laughs> and seriously, like, it was so funny because our teacher was like, okay, we're about to take a multiplication test. And the first two finished that get 100% get to do the, do the attendance. So instantly, me and Bree sitting across the room, I snapped to each other. Boom. And we're like, nigga. In our minds, we're like, nigga, this is our bag. Like, we have to get this. So ready, set, go. Boom. Boom. Niggas literally get up at the same time. And we looked at each other. Always a competition. We looked at each other. It it was no secret. We instantly knew we got in the bag. And little did the teacher know it was the worst decision she ever made. Because we was gone for at least two hours a morning for sure. So after sixth grade, we moved. Um, through Janelle, we were able to connect again in eighth grade going into high school. Literally eighth grade summer. At that point, Dom still had not gotten any taller. <laughs> <laughs> okay, more yo, context. Cause I'm not. <laughs> so more yo, context. No, 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 no. Then, like, I no. <laughs> the building for years, like. No, 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 no. And to keep it a buck with y'all, maybe some of y'all share my experience. But in fifth grade, literally all the girls were taller than me. So. I got a crush, like, I'm looking up at the shoulders type, like, damn, Janelle taller than me, Bree way taller than me, you know what I'm saying? And that, shit, that pretty much persisted, goddamn, until niggas graduated high school, pretty much. So niggas got reconnected, eighth grade summer, met up at Harada Park, and you know, like, Yo, shout out to the people that got their ass whooped at Harada Park. There was definitely <laughs> a lot of fights over there. Like, that yeah, a lot of Yo, if I find out Gianni ever left school to go watch someone get their ass whooped, I'm losing my shit, bro. I'm losing my shit. <laughs> but the cold part about it is Naomi and Gianni gonna be them niggas. Like, oh yeah, they're Gianni, definitely the instigators. Gianni know? gonna be driving Naomi to the fade Naomi's type. selling tickets and all that. Like, yeah, you know, nah. she's already thought about her scheme. That's yeah, light, that's light work. But we we ain't even gonna get into our daughter bag just yet. Yeah, that's that's no, just a little insight, but but no niggas met up in uh you know eighth grade summer in. <laughs> You know what I mean? It was a little awkward at first, but like, I don't know. It instantly just kind of picked up. And like I said, those fifth, that fifth grade year and a little bit of that sixth grade year was just insanely foundation. Like it was, it was crazy foundation for us because to be, you know, two and a half, three years removed and to kind of just pick up and we kind of just looked at each other and was like, so are like niggas trying to pick up off of sixth grade? Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I kind of felt like in the beginning, like it was still kind of just filling each other out because we were 
somewhat different people by the end. Two and a half, three years. You know, we've had a lot of different experiences. School with people that were actually like yeah. in that middle school, going to that high school. Again, yeah. I had moved three times in sixth grade, so I went from another school and yeah, whatever. We did we did reconnect. We were both in the sports. We played football. I played basketball. Um, yeah. We still had a lot of things in common. Ultimately, we were just older. We were just quote unquote older, but uh, you know. <laughs> You know, once we got back into high school, you know, instantly it just, I kind of felt like that was our shtick for, for lack of a better term. It was just kind of Brie and Dom and that's kind of just how niggas uh, It did hurt me when you transfer schools, like, yo, and not for nothing, like for football was, you know what I'm saying? Niggas swear, yo, also another conversation, black parenting with sports, man. They have to learn how to pass the rock. I mean, it's like, yo, you moving your kid two or three schools so that he could do X, Y, or Z, and you know, like, yeah. he's not that into it. Like, that, that did suck. That's it did suck. But I mean, not for nothing, but not for nothing. Like, I guess, like, at that time in my life for football, I felt like football was a very love-hate thing. I felt like I learned so much through football. I felt like. I was, I was very passionate about it and oh, I sure. wanted to be good and <sighs> coach Stacy man and Roosevelt niggas that play football know like coach Stacy was a piece of work man oh, yeah. um, you know shout out to coach Kim give me a hat bitch ass nigga yo guys <laughs> with me son give no, me a fucking hat no nah, but hold yo, up this man was like 49 at best <laughs> on a bike Seven in the morning. I can't rock the Nike just to the first. You gonna give me that hat? That's nuts. No, Roosevelt nuts. was niggas was on bike and they were snatching hats for sure. But no, like because I, obviously I transferred. But you know I feel like freshman and sophomore again like if, as fifth and sixth was foundational. I feel like freshman and sophomore was foundational for us too because. Yeah. Like, like now, now, quote unquote, we're older, niggas hit puberty, yeah. like things is look <laughs> things is looking different, sounding different, but oh, yeah. And well, hold on, since we was on the coach topic, nigga, Coach Nate. Shout out So this is a shout out to Coach Primo, Coach Primus, Coach Nate. Niggas know who Coach Nate is, but he was if nothing else. Our number one critic, instigator, <laughs> shit, shit talker. Yo, the running joke was, like I said, like, you know, we, and it's funny because, like, in high school, like, actually at the school, we didn't necessarily hang out with each other too much. You was in ball, I was in football. So, but it was funny because anytime we did connect, like, niggas, though, like, okay, Brian Dog, best friends with you, wow. And, and back, back then, then it was a huge thing to have a girl and a guy best friend like that. And it still is. And that's something that we're definitely trying to shine light through the introduction. Um, our friendship, let me turn this up real quick. Yo, if you don't take nothing from this, if you don't get your ass out there and vote come November, Yo, unfollow it ain't, this it ain't even about It ain't even about what makes you feel good. Like, nigga, we just have to do this was down for the greater good but go anyway. vote please yeah please, please, just keep please, it a bug please, please. it ain't a lot of effort so it's the least you could do 
Um, but keep going. What was I saying? Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas was we was talking about Yo, high school. Really we went from no, bro, because I was driving and I was like, nah, <laughs> dog. How old were you? Where were you? And what were you thinking? Hot uh, sex uh, on the plat. Uh, oh no, nah. I, I didn't know, know what I was thinking because it was. Just nice. I mean, we said we go get personal. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like you understand? I, it looks. Some of y'all might be you pretty experienced. 14, 15. You know what hot sex on a platter means? You know what I mean? Shout out to the tribe called Quest. Shout out to the girls that was fast though. Like that's another conversation because no, because I'm. Nah, but niggas is fast too. That's like when I started running. That's it's expected, but like, like I feel like. Like, I feel like I didn't start, like, running, running, like, getting fast, like, picking up speed till after high school. And, you know, long story short, I have a daughter, so, you know, nigga. You crash fast. Yeah. I was going a bit too fast. <laughs> I was going a bit too fast, to say the least. But, okay, so back to what we were saying. And, yeah. again, like, we're not perfect. We're hoping that you guys just want to vibe out with us because we are going to get on our tyrant shit. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, me and Dom definitely got hazed, got teased by family, by friends, Coach Nate. Um, Secretly, hold on. For sure, we were getting married. We well, getting I mean, that together. was, yeah, yeah Coach Nate just said, <laughs> yo, like, y'all can just go ahead and propose to each other right now. We're 15 in high school. And he just said, he the vision was that clear for him. He was sure. And I'm sure a lot of people suspected. You know what I'm saying? But our thing, which is funny, is just like, as close as y'all perceive us to think that we're doing that, like, why would we hide that? Yeah. Quiet is kept. My mom revealed to me a few weeks ago that she was secretly trying to get me breathe together. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you stretch back to fifth and sixth grade, there might have been a few crushes back in the But how the tables have turned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. um, there's so much to unpack here. No, no it is. It in the first episode, but. Okay. Um, well, I mean, just like, what, what, what type of nigga did you feel like you was in high school? Like independent of me, like, just think back to high school, you know, like how, how did you feel you maneuver? Like in high school and like, if you are listening and you are from Roosevelt class of 2011, um, I felt like I played basketball and mm. I came with all of that critique. You know, that's yeah. another conversation I do want to have on here about uh, stereotypes for girls that do play basketball. 1000%. Um, unfortunately enough, I fell into that stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Little now, did you know. Yeah. Um, no, but, and so I didn't know anyone going into high school. Um, again, mm. we had moves. So you were my only friend, Janelle, and then like, Shout out to Janisha and Brie Ball. You know what I'm saying? Because still to this day, I don't 1, collect with a lot of the niggas, but those two niggas, I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I made friends through the team. Mm. And it was through the team that I was able to find myself around the campus. Mm. Later on, a lot of niggas painted me to be a bully. I will take some credit into that. Uh, <laughs> I never like. I feel like it was just niggas like, that was shorter than you. Though. Yeah, like people just had, and again, that just goes with like persona. Like I definitely. Yeah, and I mean, as a freshman, Bree sitting at five five, like she kind of big. Like I was five one maybe at the time. Yeah, so like, I mean, that was me. But like on some 
whatever shit like i was cool with everybody i definitely yeah. had like close friends um mm -hmm. a lot of old friendships i don't necessarily have right now because it's high school you're young um but as far as good connections um i do miss that time that four years felt like forever but once it was gone well, you will never ever experience anything like that um and, and, so, it, and what's crazy is we're coming up on our 10 year next year yeah this is year nine since we're out of high school you know what i mean um they're up to no good i see daughters walking through the hallway um anyways but no what i was just no, saying so is I, like, like i was like as much as you were into sports like i was into sports you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, i didn't have any like at home help as far as taking me to private training sessions and stuff yeah. like that i ended up blowing my fucking knee out you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying early mm -hmm. so my basketball career got ended my senior year pretty much but yeah. um like I said, I had very intimate relationships, you know. I'm not super big on astrology, but I am a Taurus. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so that also is kind of what brought me and you together because all of my friends that I felt I was close to were Dom's friends at that point. Mm. And we would have a blast and then it would end and Dom would still be there. So I definitely want to give you your flowers while you're still here. Um, Appreciate that. Uh, and really, like I said, just for us, for this podcast, you know, how did we stay connected through the whole time? And then also, like, what are challenges that we have? And again, this is the intro, so we will be able to unpack. But this, more than anything, we just want you guys to know that this runs very deep. You know, um, yeah. I do definitely consider you my brother. You know, mm. your daughter is my niece. This is, we're family. No, and, yeah. One thousand percent. And and again, I kind of just feel like I think of like segments of our life, like right. I think of fifth and sixth grade. I think of freshman, sophomore year. I think of senior year, freshman year of college. You know what I'm saying? I think of 2013. Um, but, you know, to her point, she's a Taurus, quote unquote. I'm a Pisces, quote unquote. Um. And I think one of the most interesting things about us, and I'm sure like people that have ever hung out with us for an extended period of time, like us both, they always say like, oh, y'all two are so annoying together. Y'all two are so annoying because we just have a vibe, a connection and no doubt, like it's so easy for me to look at, you know, Brie as my sister, but you know, just to be quite honest, like I've expressed to her a few times, like, I feel like we're soulmates, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do feel like we're really, really, really connected in an interesting way. You know what I'm saying? And for our friendship to have begun when it begun when we were kids and to manifest itself throughout high school, throughout college. And like I said, now we're in our late 20s and we're in our adult life. Like there's very few things like major things that go on in either of our lives that we didn't at least run by the other person or check to see like, what was your interpretation of the circumstance so you know like i said i felt like and kind of just to piggyback on what you said about like kind of who you were in high school i kind of felt like that too like i felt like football kind of just put me in contact with you know if you played sports you played sports and that was the kind of the community you hung out with whether it was football basketball track whatever like if you played sports you kind of played sports and like i said there's a lot of black folks that roosevelt and most of the black folks play sports so like it was just kind of like its own little pocket so 
I always describe myself as like incognito. Like I'm the type of nigga that like that's there but not there. Like niggas kind of know who Dom is, but he's just cool. Like he's just in the background. Like I don't feel like I take up too much spotlight. I also feel I'm the same way, but just a loud version of that. Right. Um, you know, like I said, I feel like I know a lot of people. A lot of people know me, but also we don't make a lot of effort. Um, and that, like, and that's, and that's okay. always been our biggest like, gripe okay. against ourselves. It, it is okay. That's okay because yeah. not only should you have like a best friend, but do you really like trust your friends? Mm. A lot of y'all don't trust y'all friends. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that is like, that just weighs a lot. And so, and so, like he said, um, we've had a very deep and strong connection and rather you were going through something or I was going through something, we was going through it together. You know what I'm saying? And that's the other thing. Like it always felt like we were together. And, and I think one thing that kind of get lost and was the point where I was saying is like when niggas see us together, they just think like, we're a thousand percent alike. And the crazy thing is, is like, we're like below the surface. We're actually very different. I think in like our behaviors, like I think on a principle level, like we share a lot of the same principles and that's been one of our guiding lights. But also one of the things is like, I feel like in an all way, like we complement each other. You know what I'm saying? You're organized. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm a bit more laid back. You're a bit more willing to step up and be like, yo, what's the deal? You know what I'm saying? And I think that for the sake of our relationship, that's always been a strength of ours because as opposite as we are, you know, in nature, in some ways, I think that's helped us be able to empathize with each other, identify with each other. You know what I'm saying? And when you're going through something like, it's almost like I'm having the same, same exact emotional experience, right. you know what I'm saying? Whether it was issues with our parents or relationship drama or whatever, like at the in another thing, I also want to say, niggas have had their low points. We're gonna get to that. Like we're gonna get to that. <laughs> Listen, tell me how someone's your best friend, your friend, your lover. And talk to me about the negatives <laughs> because it, it, it matters. Um, what for you personally, um, what stops you from connecting with new people? In any way, romantically? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, and to be quite honest, that's a good question because I feel like it's something that I've been thinking about more so lately. But, uh, you know, like when I, so when we just talk kind of like about the importance of friendship and trusting your friend and feeling like y'all are brothers and sisters, soulmates, if you will. I think it just gets kind of, uh, it gets kind of complicated because you have to very quickly realize like, okay, I know who this person is when we have fun, but like, I need to get to know who this person is when I, I feel like I don't like this nigga. <laughs> and so getting close to people, you know, 
really like like I said my like my persona that I felt like in high school and I went to Roosevelt I did two years at Santiago shout out to Corona Santiago for any of my niggas you know Namdi Jaman shout out to y'all niggas yeah Mr. Hazley dumbass nigga this nigga had a baby in the car no I ain't even trying to get niggas <laughs> business out there. But, but no, 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 like that. No, 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 one hundred. No, he. That's how I sure. connect with him. Yes. yes. <laughs> and again, that's like nuts. No, no. When he told, when he, bro, he texts me, and I caught that nigga instantly because I was like, what? And he was like, bro, we're on the way to Kaiser, and boom, like she had to give it up, and like he grabbed the baby, cleaned the baby. No, like he was. He was really on his dash shit. Like he shout out to him because that was nuts. I don't know how I would have handled that. But what I was saying is just, you know, for me, like I felt like I had two two core people in my life in terms of friends. And like I grew up with niggas. There's niggas that I we went to Roosevelt that I I knew since fifth grade as well, whether through football, whether through school or whatever. So like. Niggas who know me and know that we have history, like, it's all love, always. I don't, you know, I don't feel like I got no beast with nobody. But, you know, it was it was really, like, moving out of elementary school through junior high. Like, the two the two, the two two pillars I had was you um, and Chris. And if for me, like, it was always funny because I was like, yo, I got a girl best friend, I got a boy best friend, like. These are my two niggas, like their family is my family. I feel like home when I'm at their house. And so for me, you know, I got very caught up in like, this is all I need. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess outside of that, like, yes, I'm going to make more friendships. I'm going to have romantic relationships or whatever. Um, but I just felt like this is all I I need. Like if if it was just my darkest day and you know, those were the only two niggas in my corner. Like, I'd be content with that. And so I think, and I think, you know, my reluctance to get connected with people comes a little bit like downplaying, you know, the, I guess the importance or the role that I could play in other people's life. Like, I tend to downplay, I guess, the role I play in other people's life, even people I'm close with, like people like you, my family, you know, it's something I definitely struggle with. So, you know, I think that's one of the things that because I always felt like, yo, I I have these two. And at the end of the day, like they both serve different roles, but they're perfect for me. And I, I got really caught up in that. So anything outside of that, it can very easily come off as temporary <laughs> Yeah. when I feel like I have two established pillars. You know what I mean? But you go ahead and bust it down. I mean, like. I've had a lot of friendships. Yeah. With women. <laughs> and uh yeah, that No, but hold no, on. Because... <laughs> no, because... no, no. No, no, go ahead. No. Go ahead. I'm say. Cuz you know like back then I was just like no, like we're just Genuinely friends, like you know what I mean. But go ahead, cause I I I I love playing the outside looking in. Like that's my bag, and I feel like that's what we were able to play for each other so much. Right. Um. 
I guess my friendship with you looking back, Dom, I mean, I, and don't take this wrong. Yeah. I enjoyed you 100%. She's about to in, offend the fuck out of me. I've enjoyed his friendship 100%. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're here. But he was my, what's that word people use? Um, he was my, he was my bluff. Like if I came to a family function with Dom, like I'm not gay. So for me, mm. beyond enjoying him, I she him. used me. I used him. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that was cool. Yeah. Because, you know, I was on the fence and the fence being, okay, I know this is who I am, but like, am I ever really going to be able to live out this reality? Right. And that was huge struggle for me. So our friendship was always a safe spot. One, I like being here, I'm having fun. And the next minute was like, as long as I, they see him enough, they're satisfied. And obviously mm -hmm. all the way down to your mom, almost 20 years later saying, oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and again, that, that, again, that's another conversation. Cause um, I do want to shout out, I don't know the whole acronym, LBGTQ. Mm -hmm. community we in here yeah. um but no so for me it was it was super comforting to have you around yeah. you know yeah and but I've, and that's I've why i lost a lot of friendships because they've danced those lines mm -hmm. you know um and that's what it was so again that that was able to be like well dom's my default dom's my mm -hmm. default yeah and um more than just the work you've put in mm -hmm. you know what you did for me emotionally and what we were just able to get through. So mm -hmm. um, my story is a little bit different from yours. Um, yes, I have another woman pillar because you're my guy best friend, but those usually fade in and out because mm -hmm. things just get real blurred really fast. So <laughs> no, and I mean, and again, but I, this... I definitely, 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 definitely had uh, like who, like whoever those people were in that moment, like I am not trying to play light. Like mm. we was rolling with each other, whatever. That was my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Period. So definitely I'm not trying to make it something that it wasn't, but uh, going forward, my circle is a Cheerio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My circle is a Cheerio. Um, I have love for a lot of people. I think we both do. 1000%. Um, and going forward, you guys will see some guests on here. People that like you're not coming up here just because whatever like i need conversation you know i yeah. want to definitely with this podcast now that you guys have a little bit of history between me and dominique we definitely want to make you guys aware of like things that like we're aware about um finance it's gonna be a huge topic on this podcast finance look finance. if y'all niggas ain't got retirement accounts you know what i'm saying we gonna bust it down for y'all finance investment um and i mean really you know, obviously, you guys can tell by the setup. Well, for our YouTube viewership, as Mr. <laughs> Joe Buddy says, we're music, right? So we we collect records. You know what I'm saying? Vinyls. Definitely hip hop heads, music heads. You know, not so much lately. I will admit. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, at its core, like. Well, that's what's kept us connected and that's it, and that's yeah. kind of like another thing like why this podcast came along was because like dom and i went to like three or four concerts a year 
like no, and not like groupy shit. Like we wasn't fr- first row. You know what I'm saying? We're on the balcony. Like we're we want the seated option. Time. We don't want to be in the mosh pit. But that was our thing. Like yeah. okay, I really love this artist. I really love this music. Like I need to see you live. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And what kind of that was the test. I get so we would do that at least three or four times a year. Yeah. Um, and that's been kind of taken away due to, to COVID. And yeah. um, there hasn't been a lot of music out. Um, we do have separate podcasts that we like using. Um, but you know what? We really just decided, as arrogant as it sounds, like maybe you guys need to hear about what we're talking about. And yeah. um, we're definitely open to suggestions. You know what I'm saying? Please give yeah. us feedback. If there is a topic that you would like to hear us uh comment on um mm-hmm. we'll be talking about finance music of course but um, like i was just kind of saying uh, but did they blow them out dre so the lakers won and like not for nothing like we have not been in the playoffs for seven years but if this like that first game if that's how y'all gonna act in kobe nah. memory <sighs> having a hard time Uh, yeah i don't even i i think what i was just saying is like ultimately like with this podcast you know it's going to be current events social events shit that we just see and have an opinion on but like i i feel like we both kind of said this we both kind of feel like we was just the niggas that knew niggas you know what i'm saying and we were just known enough to be cool and get a handshake and i love that role but you know I, we both talk about it like when we're willing to kind of you know what i mean fluff our coat a little bit get in our bag like we do feel like niggas be curious like what the fuck is Brian Dom over there talking about because that's been the story of our life you know what i mean like yeah and so not for nothing it's it's really just us trying to bond be honest you know be genuine and really it's just our lifestyle our perspective like she said music we can pull up songs and just ask each other where were we when you know you remember this song like we'll be able to take you on a memory you know what i'm saying we both have little girls now you know what i'm saying we're we're both on crazy financial journeys and we've pretty much been hand in hand when it comes to finances learned a lot together struggled a lot together um so yeah like i mean that's the best way that i can describe it it's just it's just us being ourselves you know what i'm saying like i said the podcast as an idea has been at least since 2017 at least at least according to twitter you know what i mean so it just it just, it just kind of felt like the right time to kind of get this shit in. Welcome to the Act Right Podcast. <laughs>